Now for a show by a brother and sister who are polar opposites, but who both found a calling running solo businesses. This is the Unfederated Podcast. Hey, bro. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? So good. It's really great to be back in the saddle. (laughs) Dude, it feels so good to be back. Specifically said we weren't going to call this episode back in the saddle because it had too many like pregnancy and stirrup implications. And then that's just what I did. I'm glad you did because I was going to if you didn't. (laughs) You jerk. My mind is already made. You jerk. (laughs) So we haven't talked in a long time. I mean, recorded wise, you and I have spoken. Yeah. (laughs) How have you been? So how's the family? (laughs) Yeah. Um, It feels really good to be back though. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's different for me. Well, for you too, I guess. Um, because we had like, I'm, Ooh, I'm, um, recording from my actual office mm-hmm. instead of my home and it is snowing outside. Uh, it's really nice. Um, I'm recording from a new home, new location as well. Um, so that's fun. I'm just trying to think of recapping all the changes that have happened, uh, since, since we last recorded. Um, and I'm going to go for a run after this is over. So it's not, it's not snowing here. Oh, I was like, yeah, you're a runner now. Uh huh. (laughs) Okay. That's not the point. Yeah. Wearing shorts. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. So, so, uh, we moved. Uh, I now have my own office, and um, I don't have to share that with my my wife, who's on the phone all the time, which is fantastic for me. Where's and you, her office? Um, she didn't want one. <laughs> so you which I, and kicked her out of the office. <laughs> which I, I tried when we were planning our we we built our house, so we had some uh, say in the floor plan, and I tried really hard to like make a space for her in our planning in the very early stages, and she was just like, oh, it's fine." I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. I'm not worried about it. I'll just, I'll work from the island. I was like, okay. Um, So she does. And I work from my my bunker here in this undisclosed location. Does she have any regrets about that? Uh, I think so, but I'm not sure she's, how she would ever admit that. Um, In particular, uh, when our daughter's home, I think it makes it more challenging for her, but like, um, I would just want a space. She seems okay with just a laptop. So, um, yeah, power to her. We have, I mean, I at some point in time suggested uh, we have a spare room that's not in use. And I was like, just, you know, uh, it's like a bedroom, but I was like, put a desk in there and, you, you know, it'd be fine. And she hasn't done any of that. So I guess that'll be my indication uh, for, <laughs> for when she's starting yeah. to regret that decision. Fair point. I, um, I think I would probably like we'd have the same dynamic. Walker just works from wherever he is, and he also prefers to work on his laptop while being completely reclined. Yeah, um, she, she lays lays in bed same. sometimes, and I couldn't do that at all. No, that's like that's not the position that you assume when you're working. No, <laughs> no, absurd. Um, it's like hard to type because you have to move your arms all weird and stuff. Not restful. I don't get it at all. They're so weird. Yeah. Weirdos we've chosen to marry. Um, what minor life events have changed uh, in your world? Gosh, I'm trying to think. Did anything happen? Um, I had that baby. Uh-huh. You give birth to the most beautiful little precious angel on the face <laughs> of the planet. She's so cute. Um, yeah, so she uh, she exists. And uh, we, we went 
with a really uh, kind of unusual name, which uh, I really regret, and I'm really wondering. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Just kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I haven't heard this. <laughs> is it too late? Um, <laughs> Delta is what we named her. Yes. And she's the best. We got to spend a week with her a couple weeks ago, um, and we had a good time. She's super chill. Yeah, you think? Or it was at the time. (laughs) I mean, we just did a Breckenridge weekend with uh, three other couples, all of whom had kids. Two of them were like born within the week, the same week as Delta. Um, So these little babies who were all all baby girls, all the same age. I don't know. We left and we're like, well, obviously ours is like the most chill. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I think everybody left thinking that. Yeah. And and the best behaved and yeah, yeah, the smartest. Yeah. Well, she definitely had the most hair. I don't know. That's an objective comment that I don't think anybody can disagree with. No, no. I think that's pretty, uh, it's, it's very wafty hair too. It's, it's fabulous. (laughs) It wafts. Um, yeah, it's really, and they kept like other babies just want to grab it and yank it. Um, Uh Oh yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard for her to make friends. Yeah, jealousy starts at a young age. Rob. That's that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, so that's what's been going on with us. I went back to work early at two weeks, or really just kind of responded the whole time. Um, but we got childcare at two weeks, and um, then yeah, I've kind of ramped up in recent the last couple of weeks too. Um, you know, full time definitely. Um, like I used to be. And so now we're um, bringing this back on board. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a little more margin now and it's go time. Um, So I I thought I would talk to you about um, the transition back in. I know we had uh, my wife, Rachel on several shows ago to talk about kind of preparing the way for, for sweet baby Delta. Um, but now that she's here, I would love to know your thoughts on kind of, uh, that transition, um, versus your expectations for it. And, and, uh, I guess you're still a little bit in the, in the fog of war, uh, of it all, but, um, how that's been just maybe on the personal side, uh, managing a small business in your life. And then specifically as it relates to your business. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that Rachel said that, made sense from the beginning and that I was able to incorporate like because uh, she recommended we got a nanny to come into the house three days a week uh, from two weeks on which I wouldn't have known to do without Rachel so I'm really glad but just as Rachel indicated she said three days a week and she was like I think I probably should have done more that's exactly how it wound up Um, at first it felt like wow I mean who gets that right you're really lucky if you can have a nanny come help you when you have a newborn and they can get like take the newborn out of your hands for six hours in a row, three days a week. I mean, it's if based on what I hear from other people who are on, you know, traditional maternity leave and stuff, they're kind of just drowning in baby without any, <laughs> any like moment to themselves for those weeks. So in a way I felt really privileged to get to have that. Um, and it was extremely sanity, uh, inducing, uh, if you're, even if you're really, really tired and everything, all of a sudden somebody comes and they're in charge of the baby and you get to, you know, even I was working from home and she'd bring her to me to, to eat and stuff, but like 
just knowing that somebody else was doing all of the mental load of figuring out what's going on over there um, was really helpful. And then, you know, I had like calls and stuff. So she would come and look and see if I was on the phone. And if I was on the phone, she'd, you know, feed her a bottle and stuff. Um, worked out really well, but outgrew it by like two months for sure and needed more, more time than the nanny could provide. And at that point we had an au pair coming to live with us two months later. So it was just like all hands on deck until that happened. Would you, would it be fair to say that like that transitional season was helpful and that like you were working from home so like you could step away for an hour or for 15 minutes or whatever the time needed um, in a way that like would have been way more difficult if you were like going into the office and had to be in like more of a traditional work environment. Um, yes. Were you able to kind of start things sooner because, because there are more bite-sized uh, tasks? Absolutely. Like I, um, a couple times when I've uh, talked to women, uh, people who have um parental leave and like a strict parental leave they're like oh gosh you had to go back at two weeks that's so hard and i'd love to give myself a ton of credit but <laughs> it's so much easier than um taking six or eight weeks off or whatever the traditional leave is and then going back full force like putting on pants <laughs> going as what no i mean it's so easy to to just um, keep working, but you're working from home. And yeah, if you need to, um, I never really did take a nap, but in theory, if I had needed to take a nap, I could have taken a nap. Um, and then also we're just so lucky because we also have a coffee shop that's like one second from our house. So being able to like walk over there and work for an hour and you're just somewhere else, um, very valuable. Also, unintended side effect, um, our wonderful nanny was such a grown-up, you know, she's like late 50s, early, yeah, late 50s, um, and she just was, she knew so much more about babies than we did, so she's like, all right, well, let's put her down in the crib so she can learn to put herself to sleep, and she gets comfortable being in the crib sometimes, and all this stuff that was not even sort of on our radar, and by the time she left, you know, the baby's on like a really good nap schedule and has all these really good habits that we were way beyond anything we would have had an opinion on, so... We got lucky, man. I mean, it all worked out really well. The downside is, you know, I didn't have the whole bunch of time to completely disconnect mentally. And I, I like I haven't watched anything on Netflix, which seems to be the opposite of all of my friends who are on leave who, um, you know, like watch all like they found the end of Netflix. <laughs> um, but and yeah, I didn't get to watch any shows or anything because any second that I wasn't doing, you know, baby stuff was the carved out for work stuff. Uh, that's awesome. How, how has that, uh, impacted your business or like, uh, was the, was the season slump, uh, more significant, less significant? Uh, how did your clients, how have they reacted? Uh, everybody was really cool, especially at first. It's amazing. Um, uh, excuse when you're like, Hey, sorry, I just had a baby yesterday. Like if you I got the opportunity to send that email and people are like, Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, real good excuse. And, uh, people give you a decent amount of leeway. However, once you say I'm back, 
even if they go, oh gosh, you only took two weeks off. Yeah. And then you're back and they don't care. And they're going to like expect you to do all the stuff you used to do um, and be as responsive and everything for the most part. So to that extent, uh, the advice I would have given myself is like, probably keep that out of office message on a little bit longer because once you're back, people don't let you be halfway back. They're kind of all the way back. Um, and then also I had no idea what to do with all of my extracurricular stuff, like the stuff I'm treasurer for and the boards and all of that. Like, I don't know if you can just stop showing up. So I just kept showing up for all of it. And I wish I had not. <laughs> Cause like, who did that benefit? Um, so, but to actually address your question, um, I wound up making about the same, the month that I had, uh, Delta and the month after as I normally do, which is crazy. Um, I mean, not high at all, but like, I'd say, you know, in the low, uh, probably like low average. Okay. So was it like you're coasting on fumes and you were getting money in the door that no. from work you'd done previously, or you just weathered the storm? I weathered the storm and nice. she was born at the end of the month. So it was <laughs> like, uh, well, <laughs> she know. was born on a holiday weekend. Yeah, so I, I mean, like, <laughs> it really was. It was like, she's born at the end of the month. And I had like a big deal that I was working on up until two days before I had her. And then, um, I had two weeks I took off, but then I went back. So I had the last two weeks of the next month, um, that I made money on. I know it sounds terrible. It really does. But, you know, keep in context of the fact that like going back for me was, you know, just like opening my computer and having a, a nice motherly woman like, you know, she just every time I looked at her, she was just staring at the baby, like caressing her. So it seemed like it was a really mutually beneficial situation. <laughs> um, so you know, I wasn't going to do that if I'd been, I never felt bad because I was it's not like I was going to be sitting there staring for six straight hours <laughs> at the baby. I, I would have been trying to watch Netflix. So, um, it was a good transition. Uh, Delta got a lot more attention than she would have. Otherwise I got to do some work. Only person who, uh, you know, didn't win out of that one was Mr. Netflix, the owner of Netflix. <laughs> uh, and also my husband who had to do a bunch of stuff <laughs> uh, but also, I think it, it kept me a little sane too like having a conversation with uh, people where you're an adult and you're stringing words together and everything um, so soon after having a baby was actually really therapeutic for me yeah stringing words together just putting them together Mental like macaroni labor. necklace <laughs> <laughs> Um, so any lessons learned or tips that you could pass along to people who are looking on the, the front end of this? I mean, I would say nothing that I experienced translates having a second kid. So completely disregard this, um, but it worked out really well for me. The, the tips that I would recommend are, I got lucky. There were a lot of things that could have gone differently that would have me meant that two weeks wouldn't happen. Um, which is I had planned for. So it's not like I had a hard stop at two weeks or anything. I had people who were willing to cover for me as long as I needed. Um, it's just, you know, she is like pretty good baby. Um, my husband was able to take four weeks off, which was really helpful. Um, so we had the nanny come in and he was off for two of those first 
couple weeks um, when I was working. <laughs> and uh, so that was extremely useful. And then basically, yeah, my whole experience was unreplicatable unless you have like an enormous number of uh, good luck and uh, good fortune. Um, so prepare for the worst and uh, appreciate the best, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think that reminds me of something Rachel said of just like how different every baby is and yeah. how each scenario is unique and sounds like you were wise to make margin in your plans for things to not go well. And, and fortunately they did. Yeah. If I had planned on it, it being this way, I mean, like I'll have the baby. Also, here's the tip. Send out your invoices because there's no, I got paid. I've never gotten paid that fast. Um, <laughs> with that few of questions as when I sent out invoices from the hospital and was like, Hey, I just didn't want to have a delay because I'm in the hospital having a baby and it's near the end of the month. So here's your invoice for the month. It was like payment, 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 payment. <laughs> it was amazing. So highly recommend doing that for your accounts receivable. Uh-huh. I wonder how else you could uh, use that emotional guilt to, to favor your business. I mean, you're not wrong. I then like followed up with, you know, here's a picture of the baby. And everyone was very, very nice about it. And very, um, you know, would give a little bit of extra space for me to respond. I did recently have somebody say, well, I sent you an email about it. And it's like, I didn't see that. So, oh yeah, I sent it right here. Like I have it right in front of me. And I was like, okay, well, what day? And it was the day that Delta was born. And I was like, yeah, I had, I'm sorry. I had a baby that day. Like it. So I guess in retrospect, I probably should have gone back through my email and made sure to respond to everything that came through from that second forward, instead of just like, you know, showing back up and responding to new email. Um, but also great excuse and nobody could really say anything. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate trump card. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't last as long as I hoped it would, but it was very enjoyable while it lasted. Um, so I'm glad to be back though. I tell you getting, if I could have gotten a nanny who would have started at three days a week and then ramped up, that would have been better, but she had a, like, she only wanted to work 20, 25 hours a week. So that was a ceiling for us that we were okay. hitting up against in the last couple of months. Yeah. I mean, That's she's, awesome. I'm saying like, it's not that long ago. Delta's four months old. Mm-hmm. People, all my friends, they feel like she's a lot older because she has a, a ridiculous amount of hair and B, um, because I didn't take any leave. So it kind of skews the, um, the age of her in everyone's mind. Yeah. We, we had the hair thing too. Our daughter was born yeah. with a full on head of hair, much like Delta. And for some reason there was a piece of that, that lingered in everyone's thoughts of how, I mean, you know, how old she is and she's grown to be bigger. She's tall for her age. So that's even further, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, that is further that narrative, but, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been really nice. It, uh, biggest change I've noticed, though, um, working from a trip is impossible when you have a baby. Yeah. Like, who knew? Yeah. Uh, I also don't want to gloss over, um, you mentioned your husband's uh, took time off. Did he get paternity leave or did he just take vacation to make that work? 
Because that's, that's like a huge asset. <sighs> oh, it's a huge asset. Yeah. Um, so he took a little bit of leave, but mostly just uh, arranged his schedule really favorably. Um, cause at the end of the month thing, he could, he has to work so many shifts in a month so he could kind of like front load them and back load them. Um, <clears throat> so when he did go back to work, he was working a lot, but really, really nice, um, transition, uh, very helpful. Okay. I mean, I don't want to be like, uh, uh, I'm just very grateful and very privileged that it worked out as well as it did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, hard to replicate. <laughs> right. Um, well, that's not helpful to any of our listeners. Be luckier. Why, why couldn't some stuff have gone wrong so yeah. you'd have lessons learned? I remember when, in our situation, um, I didn't get any paternity leave and had very minimal vacation um, at my previous job and my job at the time. And so I had to do this, like took a week off. Our, our daughter was actually born on a long weekend. And we were like, yes, we get an extra day, you know. Um, and so I took the first week totally off and then did something the second week where I, I took half days. And so, um, took half days and worked from home. So, you know, I got about half of a day's worth of work done working at home, just considering all the, uh, life adjustments that were taking place around me. Um, and that worked okay. I mean, you know, like of course would have wanted some time to just be like, Oh, cool. I'm not worried about work. I'm literally just, you know, enjoying the season of life, but, um, that's not how that worked out. Do you think that that, cause that is something that I definitely missed out on. It's like you miss out on one hand, you don't ever have this uninterrupted, like, you know, wallowing in this new baby moment. But at the same time, I have probably got way more time, um, you know, amortized <laughs> with the baby, uh, just less at the beginning and, and more on the back end. Um, do you think it's valuable? Uh, do you think we missed out? By not having all that, like, don't worry about work, just focus on uh, the baby time? Um, I, personally, maybe not. Um, I think I saw some study someone was talking about on a podcast I listened to about how, like, a child doesn't remember anything that happens their first, like, five years of life, like, biologically, just doesn't remember. Um, but no, I I mean, for me as a, as a dad... Um, that was time where I didn't feel particularly helpful. I mean, there's some stuff I could do, but there's a lot of stuff I couldn't do. And, um, so, but now I'm in a season, I mean, you know, my life looks very much different from that regard now that I'm self-employed and work from home. Um, but my daughter sees a lot of us. And, uh, in fact, um, last week her, uh, our, our nanny babysitter, uh, was sick. And so, we also had a couple, we had a couple days here where it just rained a lot. So they canceled school, um, which is just hilarious to me. Cause I, I think of people like in Denver where kids are going to school in like blizzards and, and, um, here it's just, you know, wet. So, um, they canceled school. And, and so, uh, one of the, okay. So, um, one of those days, my daughter woke up and was like, uh, Hey, you know, what are we, who's coming today? And I was like, Oh no, no one's coming today, but it's like, you're supposed to have school, but you're not. So, you know, you're just gonna hang out with me and mom. And she's like, uh, can we find someone to come? <laughs> like, is it not too late to get a babysitter? And it was like two days later, I was picking her up from preschool. Um, and I ran into a, a friend of mine who's, you know, our kids go to the school together and, um, he is, uh, an attorney and like clearly kind of broke away from work to come and pick up 
his kids. And, and so we were just chit chatting. He was like, yeah, they've, they've kind of been giving me a hard time. Cause I don't ever, you know, come and pick them up and we've just been really busy with work and I felt really guilty. So I'm like, like breaking out of my schedule to come and do this to kind of surprise them. And I, and you could tell he kind of, you know, was excited, but he had some guilt around how much time he was spending. And I was like, Oh, if it's any consolation, like, <laughs> like we see our kids all the time and they're totally sick of us. So like, you know, if it's not one thing, it's another kind of thing. Um, but you know, that being said, I, uh, get to spend time with her now that looks a lot different than, I mean, what that time would have been anyways. Um, so I don't know, you know, making memories. I, I think the biggest challenge on my end, just parenting in general, um, is I can always, I can always be kind of working, you know? And so, uh, we've, uh, one of our close family friends who is self-employed, um, she has daughters that are older and she's mentioned that her daughters are like, Oh mom, like you're always doing this thing. And, and she, apparently one day she just lost it on them. And she was like, you, you shut your mouth. Like this thing is what pays our bills and what does all this other stuff, you know? Um, and the fact that I get to be with you all the time, you should appreciate not complain that the, the moments I have to work. Um, I think somewhere in there is this notion of like, and I struggle with this super bad and, and Rachel and I've been talking about it a lot lately is that, um, whatever that balances of, of creating a hundred percent them time, some too, and not always just being like, yeah, we'll do what you want to do, but I'm really working on my phone and kind of paying attention to you and kind of not kind of thing, which is what uh, I can easily fall into if I'm not really careful. Yeah, that's, um, that's the part that is making the travel harder uh, for me. Like it used to be, I would just go on vacation and then work in all of the, the down spots, you know, like everyone's taking a shower. I'm awake before everyone else. So I'll open up my computer and like send my emails and do a little bit of the document prep that I was planning on. And now, I mean, there is so, so, so something else that is filling in every single moment and gap that it's, that, that that's just not doable. Like, there's no, there's no more me live my life and then stuff work into the corners because it's like, you know, there are no corners left. So in order for me to be able to do work, I'm going to have to be more, um, I have to say, all right, well, I'm going somewhere and I'm going to do the work now. And yesterday that was not great because I accidentally, um, <laughs> a stool hit Delta on the face and the cat jumped off of it and then it fell over and it hit her and she was crying, crying. It was so, it was so sad. It was the saddest thing ever. It was like her first, you know, she hasn't fallen off of it. I was so neurotic that I made all the changing tables. I like, it's just a pat on the ground. Everyone has to get on the ground so that she can't fall off. Um, so she hasn't had any falling off the bed or whatever moments so was her first, like, getting hurt. Um, and she was crying and crying and crying, but I had work I had to do. So I had to like close the door and, you know, hear her in the background and then be like, you, if I don't do this work that's in front of me, I can't go, uh, you know, cuddle her until she feels better. So I've got to do it. Um, so learning how to, uh, segment out those, um, work moments so that I can have the life moments uninterrupted is kind of essential. Also, as it happens, she's like, I mean, my hands are busy, <laughs> you know, if I'm holding her or feeding her, I can't really do anything with my hands. So 
And then she has developed an annoying affectation where if I don't maintain eye contact with her, she refuses to continue eating. So (laughs) she'll just stop. And then I look back down and she smiles and keeps eating. And then I look away and she stops. And then I look back down and she smiles and keeps eating. It's really, really diabolical. (laughs) So so that's really keeping me present and grounded. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny how um, young kids figure some stuff like like some cause and effect kind of stuff out. Um, And I I think the nature of of stuff is, uh, you know, the, um, the construct of things is really interesting and that like, you mentioned like travel and being able to fit work in the corners. Um, you've got two things that are unpredictable and then like, and are all, you know, your work, like when your clients have, you know, uh, needs that are immediate and then your daughter of course is, is, as all kids are unpredictable and on kind of like whatever the Eisenhower matrix of, of like urgent and important kind of things. Uh, you just got a lot more of those peppered in through your life. Um, that just makes that really challenging. Uh, uh, we always talk, have talked about, um, uh, Rachel always gets really aspirational and she was like, you know, um, Sutton doesn't have childcare then, but like, maybe I'll just take her and we'll go do something. And I'm like, no, no more of that because here's what always happens. Like that's when your client calls and that's when something happens and you're like, oh, I can't do this thing anymore. Hey Rob, you're here. (laughs) Like, you know, and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't choose to not have child care to do this thing like that, you know, um, but it kind of lands on my lap anyways, just cause, uh, the nature of my work is a little bit different. Um, cause Rachel's is so unpredictable. And, and so like trying to schedule stuff like that is often, a, uh, a challenge. I mean, she always wants to, but then if she's not super intentional about saying, you know, I don't know, from my perspective, it's a, if it's that important and it's something you want to do, then just make it the priority and say no to whatever the other thing is. But, um, that's easier said than done, especially when it's, you know, some important thing kind of blows up in your face. Yeah. Mine's more in between your two, like there, there's urgent things that come up and it definitely keeps me from being able to do that in my mind. I'm like, I'll take her to the museum. We'll go for a hike. And then that, um, that doesn't happen because work comes up and there's just the bandwidth is just not there. That has much less bandwidth and so much. So I have so much regret for not being empathetic towards parents enough, like parents that I've worked with. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> like, something. Uh, so Rachel and some of her coworkers, which are mainly uh, females have this thing because they, we'll often run across, uh, uh, male realtors that will, will crap out on stuff cause they're sick. Cause they've got like a cold or they just haven't been feeling it. And they all have this like subculture of doing, like keeping their work going regardless of these insane things that are happening in their personal lives, you know, and not even saying a thing about it. Most, most of which are like, you know, mom related kind of things like, Hey, uh, you know, my whole family has the flu and I'm still showing up for this thing versus like, I've got a sniffy nose. And so I'm, I'm going to call in and, uh, like you start to, I certainly have had my eyes open, uh, to just how much of that kind of stuff is going on behind the scenes in so many people's lives, but especially parents. Yeah. As it happens. And two of my partners don't have kids and, and then the other one has older kids and I'm just like, gosh, I was, 
I know. I mean, I, I knew, but I just didn't know uh, as well how much goes into getting to, you know, getting out of the house and like, um, getting somewhere. And, you know, certainly there've been a number of times, especially at the very beginning where I showed up somewhere for a meeting and then the other person who like bailed cause they were hung over or something. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, do you have any idea? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just different. And, and you would think, okay, well they have more freedom to cover for me, but it doesn't, that's not the way it works because it's all about perceived, uh, freedom. And, you know, we all have, I think the perceive the same amount of like perceived, um, freedom in our schedules. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I'm, uh, super thankful to be uh, back in the saddle Gross. and for sweet baby Delta to be here. Uh, as she's referred to, um, my daughter, we were listening to a song the other day. Um, uh, it's a super random song. I may link to it in the show notes, but, um, the, the lyrics go something along the lines of, and kiss all the pretty girls. It's like, um, and Sutton was in the back seat, and she was like, um, baby Delta's a pretty girl. Um, he could kiss her. <laughs> and I was like, good, good call, buddy. Good call. That's really sweet. <laughs> I hope. Kind of. The context of the song. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit creepy, but sweet intentions. That's really sweet. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Kids. Kids. All right. Well, talk to you later, bro. Yep. Glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Mm -hmm. Talk to him. Bye. You can find show notes from this episode at unfederated.studio. And if this podcast has helped you in your journey, say thanks by rating and reviewing the show in Apple Podcasts.